Hello everybody, we are back. New year, I would like to say new us, not really new us, but we're back. We're back to continue the Thriving on Purpose broadcast. We're happy that you're joining us tonight. And do we have an episode? It's it's a uh, it's a now episode. It's a very powerful episode, and it was really a shifting episode because I had prepared a whole teaching. Imagine that I had prepared a whole teaching that was going to be amazing. And after the events of today, January sixth, uh, in the U.S. Capitol in Washington D.C., if you weren't listening to the news. January 6, 2021, and go back, check what happened today at the Capitol. (laughs) (laughs) You you missed quite a bit of stuff. But the point is, I just couldn't go on live with Elizabeth tonight um, with the teaching I had prepared, which was very good, by the way. We're going to share it another week. Uh, But we kind of had to to comment, even adjust, yeah, shift, adjust. Uh, with what the reality is um, happening right now in the United States, because what is happening in the United States, I've said that many times before on the broadcast, does affect the rest of the world. And we are, if you don't know us, uh, we are Canadians. So we're broadcasting from Prince Edward Island, Canada. Uh, So no, we are not residents of the United States, but we're very much aware that what goes down over there will have a ripple effect all over the world, including here in Canada where it is not, um, 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 how could we say, what we're living in Canada right now, it's not a party. It's not It's not a part, uh, garden of roses. We're not in a garden of roses in Canada either, but it was really, for us, it was really like, whoa, we, like we really didn't expect what happened today in the United States. And I'm gonna really let Elizabeth talk tonight because she has uh, great insight, first of all, to give you guys. She had a prophetic dream. Uh, what did, what was the date, Liz? You had that dream? Uh, it was around the beginning of January. I don't remember if it was the first or the second of January, but around that date. I think it, it was around New Year's, like the yeah. maybe it's first or second of January. And uh, I, you know, we kind of we kind of regret that we're we're getting we're not used to having prophetic dreams. That's, that's kind of a new thing for us. It's been going on for a while now, but. Um, and we're not quick enough on the trigger to share them when it's time to share. I mean, if if God tells us to hold, you know, like in Braveheart, hold, hold, we're going to hold it. But when he doesn't tell us to hold it, we have to be quicker into sharing it because uh, I'm realizing so far uh, they are now dreams. They are dreams that are very actual, very, they, in other words, when we get the dream, not long after that, stuff happens that kind of confirms it. Uh, so that that dream was one of those, but I think it's it's uh, it's a it, it encompasses a lot your dream, and we're going to see when you share it that it's not just a now now dream, but it's going to be something that we're going to see uh, unfold unfold uh, along the rest of the weeks and and months that are coming. So Liz, the floor is yours. Go ahead, share what's on your heart. I I know that people are going to be blessed tonight uh, because this is very, very important, especially if you live in the United States. Oh, and by the way, before we, before we, I'm sorry again, sweetie. She hates when I do that. (laughs) Before you get started and and you take the whole floor, I wanted to take the time to wish our listeners um, a very happy new year. I know (laughs) that the events maybe of today kind of 
maybe put a damper on that. But I'm still wishing you guys a happy, blessed, and prosperous new year. May God richly bless you in the coming year. And uh, may you stay safe and protected by him and his in his power. Okay, Liz? Yes, okay. Go so um, there's going to be uh, uh, quite a few um, prophetic dreams that we're going to unpack for you if you want in in the next in the, the coming weeks um, i'm going to actually create a playlist on youtube where you can access them uh easily um so you'll see you know what what the lord is revealing to us and what we've been sharing sebastian shared one that was per pertaining to canada to uh quebec um, that he had gotten on the 26th of November. Which is happening right now. So for those who didn't uh, see that uh, that video, I encourage you to go on a YouTube channel and check out uh, Prophetic Dream for Quebec and Canada because they're, they're living it right now. We have family uh, in Quebec and it's really not easy what they're going through with the lockdowns and everything. Exactly. And so... Um, so I just want to say with everything that, uh, you know, unfolded today and will continue unfolding, um, you know, right now we're January 6th in the United States, um, the way that they're portraying what's going on in the media um, is that Trump supporters would have, you know, barged into the Supreme Court and uh, started havoc and this and that. Um, I'm not ready to say that they were Trump supporters. Personally, I think, um, you know, it's very unlike Trump supporters' behaviors that we've seen in the last uh, years and in the last months. Uh, this, to me, screams Antifa, screams, uh, uh, you know, all those other movements that were very uh, violent. And I think, um, personally, this is a feeling that I have, is that they were paid. A lot of these actors were paid to do this. And I don't believe that these were Trump supporters, but I could be wrong. I mean, I could on, be wrong. on the same token, and we were discussing that because obviously you're watching the news and, and you're you're just like generally like there's we always discussing and a lot. yeah, and there might and, be a small group maybe that are frustrated, well, yeah, more patriotic and frustrated, but I know that there's a very, very big group of patriotic Christians that are praying. Uh, for the president right now, uh, praying for the will of God to be done. And that's our prayer as well, even if we don't live in the United States. Uh, and the word, the, the, word uh, the, the dream that I got um, is also pertaining to the United States. And um, it, it even surprised my husband, but it didn't kind of didn't surprise me because I've been praying a really long time now for the United States, for God's will to be done for his will to be done in the Supreme Court and everything that has to do with what's going on right now, because I understand that it, it really is a battle of, um, it really is a, a battle of, you know, uh, letting, uh, battling those strongholds that are trying to take over our freedom, um, you know, as a people, as a, as a, a Christian people. So, you know, whether you live in Canada, no matter where you live, I mean, it's it's starting there, and we know that it all has that ripple effect, uh, ripple effect worldwide afterwards. Our freedoms are under so, attack. Yeah, and, and our and, freedoms and, in Canada have been, you know, st stripped absolutely in many many ways. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, we've lost our freedom of speech, and a lot of things have have changed. And I know that the Lord is going to um, do something about that soon. But 
right now we're rooting, you know, it's all going down in the USA. So we're with you in the United States praying for you. And so um, during the night, um, it was close to the morning. Um, I Oftentimes the Holy Spirit speaks to me um, with key words. Sometimes I'll hear like, um, like, I wouldn't say it's like a, it, like a, it's like a clear voice, but it's, it's not a voice like an audible voice. If you want, um, I'll hear like a whisper, like a whisper voice and it'll be really, really clear. Um, and other times I'll hear like a voice. And I believe this is like the Holy spirit replaying a message in, in my, in my mind, in my spirit. Um, it's, it's really spiritual and it's, um, repetitive. It's like it repeats itself. It repeats itself like a record. And um, every time I've had those, they've been very, very powerful. And oftentimes I've, you know, things have unfolded after that, you know, you, you kind of get these words and then you don't really understand uh, what, what they mean. And then you pray about it. And then after a couple of days, things unfold and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. You know, I get it. So, um, Hi, Chris Board. Hi, everybody that's watching. Um, so the first word that I heard, I heard these words in series and they kept on repeating one after the other. So I kept on hearing reconstruct, recalibrate, reset. And it kept on playing reconstruct, recalibrate, reset, reconstruct, recalibrate, reset. And maybe you should tell the audience also that, that, that recalibrate is not a word that you would that normally use. use. Yeah. So obviously it didn't come from you. It's not like you were, no, your mind not. was wandering and oh, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about recalibrating something. <laughs> it's not a word. I know Liz, she doesn't use even reconstruct. Reset, yeah, because she often resets her computer when she gets angry at the computer. <laughs> I'm going to do a reset. But no, reconstruct and, and recalibrate is not stuff that she uses much. So obviously yeah, there so, was something and, there. And it kept on playing and it kept on playing. And then, and I didn't see anything like when I it was playing in my mind, but I knew it was a message from the Lord. I knew it was the Lord trying to speak to me. And then I saw... Um, it, I wasn't awake, so it wasn't a vision. It was I was still in a dream mode, but then I saw Abraham Lincoln, um, and how can I describe it to you? It was like black and white, sort of like if you were watching a playback of a video of back in the day, like those old movies, like, like frame by frame, kind of like. Yeah, and um, yeah, and it was, and he was walking with a cane. And so for those of you that know, he died fairly young. Uh, he was 56, I think, when he died. So I was seeing him as if he was like 200 years old, which he would have been 212 today. And he was walking with a cane. So he was really, really old. And he was so old that it he was shaking with his cane and he, he could barely make it to come towards me. And it was actually quite eerie and creepy because it was, it really had like this feeling of kind of dawn of the dead. Like if, if the dead was to arise and come and give you a message, it was kind of that thing. And so I woke up, um, it scared you, didn't it? I woke up startled, like yeah. kind of freaked out yeah. because I was like, Whoa, like just, it was so, um, it was so, uh, how can I explain this? Vivid. It was so vivid and real. It really felt like it was trying to give me a message. It, it, and he was trying to come closer and closer to me, mm. but so wobbly and so frail and fragile. 
So that's the best way I can describe it. So, um, so I, I looked up these words because I was trying to understand what the Lord was trying to, um, you know, share. I, I, at first I thought, is it something that he's trying to do? And then afterwards, obviously, like I thought about it more and, and it's really pertaining to America. Mm -hmm. And so we'll just uh, begin with a, a bit of information here. Um, just a second, I'm going to open my phone. So I just want to read. Um, so if we look at the word reconstruction in the U.S., if we're looking at the period of the Civil War, which was uh, when uh, Abraham Lincoln was president, it says reconstruction in U.S. history, the period of 1865 to 77 that followed the American Civil War and during which attempts were made to readdress to redress the iniquities of slavery and its political, social, and economic legacy, and to solve the problems arising from the readmission to the union of the 11 states that had succeeded at or before the outbreak of war. Okay. Seceded, Liz, not seceded. Sorry, seceded. Yeah. So, and then we have um, the word recalibrate. So I'm just going to look. I'm just going to put that in. So I looked it up and it had talked a lot about um, basically reevaluating. So you try to to see what what the like what the errors are and you try to kind of fix the mistakes that are. And by the way, I, I love what Liz has done here today because she wanted to share. Uh, that dream with you guys, but she really wanted to get deeper into the meaning of the each of those words. And uh, I urge you, I encourage you, and we did a broadcast on that not too long ago, uh, not too long ago, about how what to do with a prophetic word or prophetic dream, to to like press in, like research it and pray about it and bring it before the Lord to to get more meat out of it. Because sometimes it, it can be just three words, like it was for for her now, and sometimes it's two words. And it can be something that's very short, but mm -hmm. as you dig in and you ask God for guidance and you research and you do your own homework about it and you pray and you you, you dig deep, sometimes you get even more revelation. Yeah. That's when you get so, the good stuff. Exactly. And so I'm going through these words just so that we understand a bit of the meaning. And I think we're going to see a lot of this unfold, um, you know, uh, in the, the weeks to come, the days and weeks to come. But um, also there's, uh, a lot of inf information, like there's speeches that we have, oh, absolutely. there's, there's two paragraphs that we want to read to you well, that are mind blowing yeah, that Abraham Lincoln wrote. And I really know that that is going to really give you food for thought and really to, encourage you. I just want to show them that book because yeah. guys, I bought that book years ago. Um, can't see. Okay. America's, America's God and country. It's a, like a dictionary of quotations. And if you're an American and you're a patriot, you have to get that book. It's pretty thick, 800 pages. There's so much good stuff in there about history and the founders of your country. You're going to be really blessed as you read through these uh, quotations of these uh, founding fathers. Uh, so just saying that we're going to read a little later um, mm -hmm. from the, that book and share something that very insightful that's going to confirm even more the dream. 
Exactly. So uh, to calibrate something again, these systems gradually drift off course so that the navigator periodically needs a fresh point of reference to recalibrate the navigation system. Oh, navigate. Oh, yeah. Okay. So so basically you're, th the thing is kind of off course and you're bringing it back on mm. course. So you're, you're trying to bring... In this case, America back to back on back on course. <laughs> back on course, right? And then reset um, is a similar word. And so there's been a lot of talk about reset. Uh, you know, Absolutely. the new world order wanting to reset and start over. And you know, both they have their evil agenda. But we also hear in the prophetic yeah. movement that God is trying to do a reset. And if you read the history of Abraham Lincoln he also had to start from ground zero because after the civil war had happened, um, you know, everything was to start over and rebuild and the economy had to, to, there was a reset there to take, too. yeah, had to go towards uh, rebuilding the economy and everything. So that was interesting that the, the words were there. And like I said, my, in, in my dream, he was, it's like, he was trying to tell me that this is what needed to happen. And it's funny so, because you're saying this, and I remember today on my timeline, I have a lot of friends in America, a lot of uh, American friends, and uh, obviously I was following what they were saying. I wanted to, to uh, know what they were thinking, obviously, uh, with the events of today. Uh, but one posted uh, the Declaration of Independence, uh, and he wrote uh, 1776 again. Mm -hmm. uh, in other words, like, uh, let's because people were storming the capital and, and there was like uh, there was a revolutionary act now we don't know like liz said we don't know if it was um trump supporters or antifa or or democrats paid democrat people storming uh, my take is probably a little bit of everything going on today was pretty chaotic but i think it was mostly like you, you said uh, liz probably a paid um, it was just weird how they were easily able to get in. And I'm not going to get into the details because I'm mean, still waiting to get more information. But yeah, but that doesn't mean, you know, there's enough frustration out there oh, man, yeah. for civil war to actually take place. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of and I'm not, are, are, and I'm not really saying sick I'm, and tired. I'm not saying I'm for, you know, a, a war, a war of this kind. Uh, but, you know, the inevitable might happen because. Um, you know, people have been patient enough and there's so much corruption that any patriotic uh, person that wants the truth out there, that believes in God, that believes in the truth is a, is bound to get frustrated Absolutely. and wants to fight for his rights. Absolutely. And, and you can't you can't blame. Uh, see, I, I have a lot of uh, Christian patriots on my uh, friends list on Facebook and and I, I, I understand how they're feeling. I mean, yeah. I get it. Uh, I, I, I mean. The United States is still the last real bastion of freedom in the world, in, in the civilized world, and we don't want it to go down because we've seen what's happened with the other nations, including Canada. Mm -hmm. When socialism takes over, it's not pretty, and we know that there's there's that uh, takeover attempt being done in the U.S. right now, and they are fighting against it. So that's this is the the, the battle you guys are, are fighting, and I'm with you with all of my heart. Uh, and, but on the same token, like I said. I saw that post from a friend, seven, 1776 again, and and that kind of it was a reminded me of the word reset that you said. It was like that would be 
again aligned with the word reset but i'll let you you just keep going Lizzie. yeah so i want you wanted to, to share this well i wanted you to read that paragraph that we're talking about absolutely so yeah so it, i thought it was interesting it's when i was looking in the, in the quotes of you know the thoughts of abraham lincoln and and his views and he was a man that was uh you know that feared the lord and and really believed in god first and you know that if we built our values on god um, that we couldn't fail as a country and all. And so I thought it was interesting what he said about the Supreme Court. And um, when it gets to that point, you know, how he viewed it back in, in the day. So you want me to share the Supreme Court one? Yeah, that okay. paragraph. Yeah. So uh, again, uh, just for you guys, if you're just joining us, I'm going to share a quote from Abraham Lincoln from this book here. Let me make sure the light doesn't. America's God and Country. You got to get that book. It's really amazing. And no, I don't get a cut to, to say that. <laughs> I'm not getting any money for that. But good, really good book. So, you were that quote, Liz, about is this the one here? Yeah, it's that, that one. Okay. So, this is Abraham Lincoln who's saying this. I do not forget the position assumed by some that, con that constitutional questions are to be decided by the Supreme Court. At the same time, the candid citizen must confess that if the policy of the government upon vital questions affecting the whole people is to be irrevocably fixed by decisions of the Supreme Court, the instant they are made, the people will have ceased to be their own rulers having resigned their government into the hands of the eminent tribunal. Intelligence, patriotism, Christianity, and a firm reliance on him, speaking of God, mm -hmm. who has never yet forsaken this favored land, are still competent to adjust in the best way all our present difficulties. So what Abraham Lincoln was saying is that Although he, he understands how the Supreme Court can be very useful in certain uh, situations, he, say, he was saying that he favored the decisions being made by the people, by intelligent people who are God-fearing, who would get together and make the decisions for themselves instead of having uh, an appointed court uh, make the decisions for them. Because he says if that happens, or if it happens too often, or if it happens in, on, on too much of a big scale, it kind of means that the people have lost their power. So that was relevant when, when yeah. Elizabeth showed me that. I was like, whoa, and, that's that's interesting. And so, yeah, and, and the frustration is that we know that um, we know that the Democrats and, and the rulers, those principalities that are controlling uh, the de Democratic parties for the last uh, decades have really done yeah. a number on getting uh, you know, our freedoms revoked and, and tried everything for people to be silenced. And, um, and I think that, you know, this last year, 2020 has opened the eyes of a lot of believers mm. and a lot of people that have realized, Hey, you know, I didn't, I, like I was asleep. I didn't see that how much was being taken away from me. And, you know, a lot of people started to opening their eyes and, you know, they, they at first were blinded, you know, they didn't understand this whole virus thing and a lot of people were like going with the 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 hoops with all this and then started waking up later on and saying whoa this is not normal like why are they taking away so many rights why are they taking away so many freedoms in the name of this virus like they started seeing the red lights and so um you know that was a good thing in a way but, you know, but that but people the, started the seeing what we've seen like 
for 20 years the now. The new world order have gotten so brazen because I really believe that this is Satan knowing that his time is short. Yeah. And this is why he's gotten so brazen and doing it so overtly, so fast, so quickly, full of mistakes. Yeah. Uh, he used to be playing in the background, not showing his game too much, making sure he was uh, incognito. Now it's in your face, brazen, sloppy, sloppy. Mm -hmm. Doing all kinds of mistakes that, that that that's why we've had I've had people uh, starting to notice stuff. People who were basically brainwashed, who started to see through the the game now, and and yeah. who are now awake and and going like, whoa! Uh, I, oh, and I, I and used God, to think you were crazy with your conspiracy yeah. theories, but now I believe I believe what you used, what you said to me, and and I see it now. Yeah, and I believe that it's just the beginning. Yeah, you know, God has been exposing. Uh, the truth about a lot of things in the Christian realm and the Christian world. There's a lot of uh, leaders being exposed for, uh, oh you know, goodness. being false prophets. Some of them, some of them are being exposed for, so uh, you know, indecent things that they have done that uh, were just wrong. And everything is being exposed so that um, I believe that the Lord is doing a lot of this so that man will stop idolizing other men yeah. in, in the church and yeah. start seeking him yeah. only. Him alone. And um, I believe he's doing it so that, you know, Christians unify together and realize, you know, it's really God and them yeah. and not the president and, and not and, and there is an all idolatry. kinds of other people that, you know, because Christianity for years, you know, it's become like that where, you know, it's like, oh, John MacArthur, oh, you know, David Jeremiah. It's or like, so-and-so. I mean, so we're just naming so. names. We're, just, we're not we're, we're just, not pointing fingers. We're just naming names because there, there's these big big, big preachers, uh, guys who, who yeah, are very and, smart, and they're, who have they're, they're smart men or whatever. They're smart men, but men have put them in front of, you know, have gotten lazy, basically, <clears throat> sorry, and in, in searching for the truth yeah. in, in digging into the word of God. And have been like, okay, spoon feed me. You know, yeah. you've done the research. You're the smart one. Yeah. I, I'm too dumb to understand the Bible. So teach me. And so, you know, God's been tired of that. You know, God's put these people in, into place for a certain time. But now it's time, you know, where what with what's coming in the future, it's really critical that people get on their hands and knees and really know the Savior and really hear him clearly so that they have guidance because these churches are not what's going to cut it in the end times. It's not going to, that's not going to be what's going to help you through these times and guide you. It really is the spirit of God and it's really God's word. And, and, you know, there's a lot of things that we can go on and on about this. Like we've talked about how God is going to be transforming the church. We did an episode. If you want to go see it on our YouTube about um, I think we called it, Church, church transformation, transformation and reformation yeah. or something where we like that. give our views of what the Lord's been showing us of how the church is going to transform yeah. in the in the next era. But but uh, I love what you're bringing up uh, the fact that in this time in this season, God it seems to to me that God is really taking uh, people that we not maybe not idolize but 
put on a pedestal, basically. He's bringing them down one by one. Uh, these uh, man-made idols, these man, the, the people that, that are taking our, uh, yeah. that we're putting in front of our eyes, and and that we're like, oh, you're so good, you're so good. Like you said, if spoon feed me, and and mm -hmm. and you've done your homework, and you've got the diploma, and you've got the knowledge, and oh yeah, I'll take whatever you're telling me. And and these, and you know, these, but and that's just, one wait, of the let reasons. Me, let me just finish. In the last yeah. couple of weeks, uh, two such uh, men, and I'm not going to name their names, but two such men that that I've mm -hmm. uh, grown to admire a lot uh, in my youth and even in later years, uh, were exposed for for uh, indecent sexual, you know, acts and stuff. And uh, and it's still it's only the beginning because there's been a lot in 2020 who were exposed, and it's it's it continues now in 2021. And I was like, I told Liz, one of them was a man that my mom used to listen to and like a lot. And I said, man, if she, she must be turning in her grave or something because I, I it, it, it blew my mind. So, uh, and there's more, there, there's more coming. We know that. It's gonna happen in, in all like- We know that. But also in, another in thing that I think religions. happened today that is, uh, is necessary. And I'm saying this with respect to you, for you guys in the US, um, as much as I like Trump, I don't like his personality much, but I, I like what he wants to do. I mm -hmm. like what he wants what to he do. What he stands for. What he yeah. stands for, exactly. Uh, as much as I like him, I, I do think there was a uh, an idolatry there amongst the people in the United States with the president. And and I think that the situation now is, is, is really headed towards more a... Uh, you guys are going to have to really apply your dollar bill in God. We trust it, mm -hmm. it's going to have to be that it won't be in Trump. We trust anymore or anything else. It's really going to be, if this country is going to be fixed, it's going to be done by God and him alone. It's not going to be Trump as, as well-intentioned as he may be or whatnot. It's, it, it's, it's not even going to be the people. It's really going to be God. And it's going to be through a, a very, very strong repentance on the part of the people which is, I think, where you wanted to get with uh, what Abraham Lincoln had no, to say. No, actually, I was going to say something like that, but different. Okay, go um, ahead. Yeah, so what I, what I really feel in the spirit is that the Lord is really trying to, um, he, he really wants to do things his way. And see, so as we've seen so far, if Trump had won the election, all the glory would have been on Trump. Today, if, you know, Pence came through with, you know, that signature and, you know, doing that certain act um, that he was allowed to do, then it, it would have been, again, man uh, organized and man won, right? Yeah. And so I really think that the Lord is wanting to, uh, the, the, the Lord is wanting to surprise the uh, American people. I, I really believe that the Lord wants to do something great. If there um, is a repentance. Yeah, if there is a repentance, uh, obviously, but I, be I believe he really wants to do something great, but he wants the glory to be on him. Yeah. It has to be, it's going to be like one of those situations where uh, you you didn't expect that, you didn't see that coming, you know, because right now we're trying to fix everything with laws and, and you know, yeah. what can we do here and reading the fine print and, you know, Rudy Giuliani is doing the best that he can and he's a great attorney, but God is wanting to show his hand in all of this. And when God shows his hands, well, it's stuff that man overlooked or didn't see, or, you know, he's going to do, do something really special that um, only God, you know, you'd say, but God intervened. Like yeah. it's that kind of situation. And, and we all do that. I mean, it, it's a human thing to do, right? When, when, when um, 
problems happen, when, when stuff happens in our life, we always try to fix it. And it's fine because God has empowered us to do so. He's given yeah. us a dominion on the earth and, and, and he wants us to, to make decisions for our own lives and, and be proactive. God is not against that for sure. But at the same time, there are times when God really wants man to be still and know that he is God. Exactly. And I think America is at that point right now. A Red Sea moment. In the prophetic, we hear that a lot. This is the Red Sea moment. Remember in the, the Old Testament, the Red Sea moment. They were stuck. There was that water, that body of water. It was the sea. And there was the Egyptian chariots coming with their army and their power that were going to press against the Israelites and just basically slaughter them. So the Red Sea moment is when really you can't do nothing. You're stuck. You're, you're a sitting duck. And then the sea opens and it's God. God shows up. And, and it's mm -hmm. something that you're like, whoa. And I think that's what he wants to do with the United States. With Canada too. I mean, we're we're in a bad situation here. It's, it's really bad. Uh, I don't want to get into it because this is a broadcast about the United States, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to get angry. I'm kind of not in a bad bad mood. I'm just gonna just. So, um, you wanted uh, me to read that? No, I wanted to read it. So, oh, you wanted? Okay, go ahead. So I thought this this was really really good. Oh, that's amazing! It blew my mind, guys. When she read that to me, it's from March thirtieth. 1863, 1863, President Abraham Lincoln issued a historic proclamation appointing a national fast day, a day of fasting. Yeah. And um, at first I started reading it and I really felt like this was something that we should really see as some kind of like a blueprint. Um, it's not. It's a it's, now word. It's a now word. Um and it, and I believe that's why I saw him in that dream as well. Um, she actually, she because she told me the dream and all that. But when she looked up in that book and she found that quote, she says, "Sebastian, I think I found it." In other words, she 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 really felt like, yeah. "Whoa, maybe this is what Lincoln would like to say to the United States today if he were yeah. alive." And and also, you're going to be mind blown by it because the words he uses. Um, some of the words here um, that were mentioned that I heard were are mentioned here as well, but also uh, it's the state, the way he describes the hearts and the state of mm. America yeah. is very similar to, to it's, it's very like almost the same thing as today. It's almost like he's reading about today, you oh know? Goodness, yeah. So it's very interesting because this happened in 1863. So I think this is really amazing. So I'm going to read it to you. Like he's coming to a heart of, you know, we, I, he, he's wanting to, to appoint a national fast day and he's explaining why. And I, I believe that these words are full of wisdom and that America should be um, thinking in the same mindset and the same kind of, uh, you know, fasting prayer mindset yeah. of where we are in our sin, in our nation. And, and even, you know, maybe you have been, you know, fasting and, and praying and, and to do it also on the behalf of other um, people that haven't done it, you know, so to really uh, come in a, in a state of repentance for everybody in the United States, um, because I think that there's a lot of power in that. So I'm just going to read it to you. So whereas the Senate of the United States 
devoutly recognizing the supreme authority and just government of Almighty God in all the affairs of men and of nations, has by a resolution requested the president to designate and set apart a day for national prayer and humiliation. And whereas it is the duty of nations as well as of men to own their dependence upon the overruling power of God, to confess their sins and transgressions in humble sorrow, yet with assured hope that genuine repentance will lead to mercy and, and pardon, and to recognize the sublime, the sublime truth announced in the Holy Scriptures and proven by all history, that those nations only are blessed whose God is the Lord. Mm -hmm. And in so much as we know that by his divine law, so he's talking about God, nations like individuals are subjected to punishments and chastisement in this world, <clears throat> may we not justly fear that the awful calamity of civil war, which now desolates the land, may be but a punishment inflicted upon us for our presumptuous sins to the needful end of our national reformation as a whole people. Mm. So there's that word again, reformation as a whole people. We have been the recipients of the choicest bounties of heaven. We have been preserved these many years in peace and prosperity. So he's talking about America and have grown in numbers, wealth, and power as no other nation has ever grown. But we have forgotten God. We have forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom and virtue of our own. Mm. Sound like anybody here? Yeah. I can name you a truckload of entrepreneurs that think like this. Oh mm, my goodness. But it's so <clears throat> actual. I mean, you read those words from 1863 and you feel like this could have been addressed yeah. today. Exactly. Intoxicated with unbroken success, we have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace, too proud to pray to the God that made us. It behooves us then to humble ourselves before the offended power, to confess our national sins and to pray for clemency and forgiveness. Now, therefore, in compliance with the request and fully concurring in the view of the Senate, I do by this my proclamation designate and set apart Thursday, the 30th day of April, 1863, as a day of national humiliation, fasting, and prayer. See, and, to, and we looked it up, and I think it's the 1st of May in the United States, and they call it a day of prayer. Mm -hmm. Not a national day of humiliation, fasting and prayer. And, prayer. <laughs> yes, and it's, I, pretty, it's a lot more intense. It's a lot more intense, eh? And I do hereby request all the people to abstain on that day from their ordinary secular, uh, secular pursuits and to unite in their several places of public worship and their respective homes in keeping the day holy to the Lord and devoted to the humble discharge of the religious duties to prop. Uh, sorry, duties proper to that solemn occasion. All this being done in sincerity and truth, 
Let us then rest humbly in the hope authorized by the divine teachings that the unity cry, that the united cry of the nation will be heard on high and answered with blessing no less than the pardon of our national sins and the restoration, restoration. of our now divided and suffering country to its former happy condition of unity and mm. peace. In witness whereof I have, okay, so then he, he signs. Wow. And, and it's, uh, see, so uh, Lincoln is appealing to the fact that the country is divided. Yeah. Uh, Which there, we don't see at there, all there right was, now. There was a civil, <laughs> there was a civil war. Now, uh, there there is uh, looming over the United States right now uh, possibility of civil war, very yeah. tangible yeah. possibility of civil war. All of my friends uh, talk about it all the time. It's it's nothing new. It's been actually that the talk about that has been going on for at least a decade, yeah. uh, where people started began to see it. Actually, I have a, a book here. I just want to show it to the people, to our audience. Written by a fellow American, and uh, it's called. It's called the lining the Civil War II: The Coming Breakup of America by Thomas Chittum. Thomas Chittum. So he in the book he uh, he's ex-military. He analyzes, he crunches numbers. He's a very smart guy, and he was able to see the trends leading the country. And that book was written a while back. He was able to analyze the trends leading the country to what he calls an inevitable civil war to a sec like a second civil war in the United States. And that's by crunching numbers, look and analyzing, looking at the demographics of the country itself. So it's basically just in the natural, mm -hmm. he was able to, to see this, but we're also facing a supernatural conflict of epic proportions right now in the United States and in the world where evil and good are really uh, going at it uh, in a big way. Yeah. And and it's nothing new. I mean, the United States have been a divided country for a long time. There's always been some some uh, in, internal um, conflicts in the United States. Uh, uh, yeah. And I won't get into that right now. But the point is, uh, Abraham Lincoln, when he did that, that call for a, a day of fasting and prayer and repentance, he was calling for, for the country to unite in repentance and going before the Lord and asking for healing of the land, which is reminiscent of what we read in Second Chronicles 7.14. We know the verse, uh, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and I will mm -hmm. heal their land yeah. uh, and, and pray, it, I will heal their land. But uh, we've seen a lot of Christians praying right now. We've seen, I, I, I know a lot of them who have prayed uh, fervently uh, to God to heal the land. Mm -hmm. But I know there's also a lot of Christians who are just like, I don't know what's wrong with them. They, they, they just, are they just Sunday Christians? I don't know, but they seem to just be going about business as usual. It's like they, they're not, they're not seeing the gravity of the situation and they, they have not repented. It's, I really believe that the people of God need to be the first ones repenting on their knees, on their faces before God and, and do a house cleaning so that God will hear those those prayers and heal the land. And, uh, it, you know, if only a part of the people of God are doing it, I don't think it's going to cut it. I think we're at that point in time where it needs to be a national thing. It needs to be 
yeah. uh, so vast, everybody doing it. Yeah. And, you know, in the, in the prophetic, we want a lot of wonderful things to happen. And we know that God is organizing a lot of great things to happen in the body of Christ. But, you know, for those blessings to take, um, to occur, sometimes, you know, there has to be shaking, there has to be judgment, there has to be things that unfold um, that just were inevitable that had to happen. And it's not because, you know, God necessarily wants war or any of that to happen, but it is, you know, the, the cause of effect of everything that's happened because of corruption getting so rooted in, in our land, in, in the American soil. There's been corruption for decades and decades that are going to be uh, surfaced and that are going to be exposed. And you're going to see how bad it was and for how long and, and years and years, we're going back years and years and years. So, you know, for God to, um, you know, heal the land, uh, there's things that need to take place before. Like Sebastian says, you know, we need a lot more people repenting. And, um, you know, a lot of Christians have done their part, but a lot of Christians have also been asleep on what's really at stake here. And um, and even, you know, a lot of non-saved people that have to be shooken up and have to be woken up because God wants them saved. God wants people to get saved. The, the time is coming where he's going to come soon. I think it's and, the time of national repentance. Exactly. And so we, you know, there's not that, there's not that many years ahead, you know? And so um, even my son who's 11, I had a, um, uh, a, a very uh, impactful prophetic dream where he saw the Lord. Um, he had, he saw Jesus and um, he saw an angel with him and he was sitting like he was standing in our front lawn. And, and uh, my son said it was like I was in the front lawn. It felt really, really real. And uh, he saw like this globe um, and the, and Jesus took out his hands and the globe was was turning and like the earth was turning and it was just like floating by itself. And he said, soon the world is coming into my hands. And as he was saying that, the earth was coming into his hands. So, uh, and my son, he's 11. He doesn't, like, he he nearly, like, he barely ever has those kind of dreams. Like, it's it's so, like, yeah, uh, it was so it was prophetic something. because it it's something not else. something that he would dream normally. So, you know, there's different signs, and we're going to see more of that happen in the times to come. So, I hope that, you know, this word, I don't want it to discourage you, but, um, you know, we might be headed towards civil war. There might be war. I mean, just with everything that's happened with the uh, with the virus and we know where it comes from. And just, just that is enough for America and China to be at war together. Um, and, you know, uh, when Sebastian had his dream on the 26th of November, which was my birthday, um, I also had a dream that same night. Um, we had both been fasting um, concerning America and concerning a lot of things. And and we both on that night, on that morning, woke up with a prophetic dream. And my, my dream is that I saw myself speaking to the Lord. I heard myself speaking to God saying, well, where are we? I'm confused. I, I don't know where we are in the timeline um, uh, of the end times, of the end days. And he said, we are at the second seal. We're, he, yeah, he said, we are at the second seal. We're in the second seal. 
So it had like the way I understood it, it was like it 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 just happened and we're gonna see it unfold. Like mm. we're gonna see the second seal, what's gonna take place unfold. Which is war. Which is war. So all this kind of goes together. And I don't want to alarm you. I don't want you to be, you know, um, I think that the best thing right now is to really be have a heart of repentant repentance. Seek the Lord while seek he may the be Lord. Found. Exactly. Seek the Lord. And um, I really believe that the Lord is going to protect those that uh, are righteous, those that really seek um, to get closer to him uh, and, and, you know, get rid of the filth in your life, anything that uh, the devil can use against you, you know, yeah. get, get rid of all that really um, change your life. You know, Just like if you've been watching too much TV and binging on Netflix and that's been almost your idol because of COVID, get rid of that, you know, start reading books that are going to get you closer to God, to uh, understanding more of him and, and, you know, get into a, a deeper connection with him and read your Bible and, and pray more, intercede more and um, ask him to show you things that are uh, to come in the future. If there are things that you can do to, um, to prepare yourself, you know, to be ahead. Like we always pray, you know, Lord, is there something that we need to know? Like, for example, he told us the words, even through my daughter, that's eight, uh, you shall prepare, you shall prepare. Well, how shall I prepare? So I'm yeah. constantly praying and he's showing me different things. Prepare like this. Yeah, don't be afraid like to ask the Lord questions. Um, if, if anything, the John uh, C. Maxwell, a leadership expert, taught us is that leaders ask great questions. Mm -hmm. And it's so important that, that to ask questions to, to people who can teach you things. That's very important. But also when the Lord uh, shows you a thing, Go with that thing in prayer and ask questions about it. So, Lord, you showed me this. So what am I to make of that? Or when is this going to happen? Or and what am I supposed to do? What, what else am I supposed to do with this? And, or, or just ask him questions and he will answer. It, it Sometimes it takes time, other times not. But ask those questions to the Lord. And he, he just, um, like Smith Wigglesworth says, uh, the Lord is more eager to answer than we are to ask. And oftentimes that's our downfall. So don't don't fall for that trap. Ask ask the Lord. Yeah, every time I've asked him, and it's funny because sometimes we assume that he's going to tell us a certain thing, but oh, the minute you ask him something specific, oftentimes you're going to get an answer towards. Um, sometimes he shows me a piece of information that you know directs me in the right path. Sometimes it's a, a, a word or two that I hear during the night. There's all kinds of ways that the Lord can speak to us. So, so, I encourage so Liz, just just quickly recap quickly the dream you had of Abraham Lincoln, just like really fast in two minutes. Can can you tell the people that? So, if ever they're joining us late, they're just yeah. gonna uh, want to so, go back and re-listen to the whole broadcast because it's really really important concerning the United States. Yeah. So I kept on hearing in my dream. I kept on hearing in my head these words replay, reconstruct, recalibrate reset reconstruct recalibrate reset and then i saw um like sort of like a, a video clip if you want of abraham lincoln um, with his hat and a cane and he was coming towards me trying to to say something but he didn't speak i didn't hear him speak but he was trying to walk and he was very very fragile and um you know like as if he had come out of the grave kind of thing. He was so old that he was shaking while he was trying to 
walk with his cane. He could barely make it. He could barely make it to me. And it really freaked me out because it was like black and white. And it, and like, it really felt like he was, was like dead night, coming night along. Dead or it was like he was, you know, he, he got out of his tomb to come and talk to yeah. me kind of thing, you yeah. know. And but um, if you go back to the beginning of the, the broadcast, uh, we do, uh, we explain this all in detail, what these words mean. And, you know, I think that the, the speeches that we read of Abraham Lincoln also are very powerful Incredible. to really understand, you know, where we're at right now in the United States and, um, you know, what's going to come. And I think, you know, no matter where you live, even if you don't live in the United States, I believe God is doing a mighty thing there first. And I believe that it's also going to affect worldwide. It yeah. really is. Because like I said, the corruption that has been going down has really uh, had a big, big, um, how should I say, a big foundation in the United States. Like they've had a big, big um a circle it's like of, they have their hub of there. hub yeah, yeah a big circle a big hub that's been there but there's also a lot uh they're tied into other uh other nations other countries yeah. in the world and so when you when the lord starts exposing things it's going to affect other nations the god's going to do a cleanup everywhere because you know what's at hand right now is for people to see that what they've trusted is not to be trusted and that the only person they can trust and that they can turn to right now is God. He's mm -hmm. trying to bring them back to him and he wants souls to get saved and repentance to happen because we're in the, the final uh, times, you know, we're in the end times where it really, really matters. We don't, we don't have time to, to waste anymore. And if you're a believer and you understand that, then, you know, you have to be active and, and talking to others about God and uh, talking to those people that you want to get saved, praying for them on your hands and knees for other people to get saved and your family, um, your friends. It's really, really crucial right now. Absolutely. And so Liz, as we end the, the, the broadcast this week, uh, maybe just tell the people where they can follow us and, and, um, yeah, so we're going to have a lot more uh, prophetic dreams that we're going to talk about. And uh, we do our our broadcast every Wednesday as well. So you can find us on YouTube. I'm just going to see here. I have my... So we have here on YouTube, you can watch our top nuggets on our channel. We have free resources at thrivingonpurpose.com where you can check out what we've got there. We have a lot of uh, good books that Sebastian wrote that are free that you can have access to, um, eBooks, and all kinds of great content. So go find us, Thriving on Purpose, on YouTube and thrivingonpurpose.com. You can also see all our past uh, podcasts that you may have missed that you're going to uh, enjoy as well. So absolutely. So well, thanks for joining us tonight, and uh, uh, next week we're, we're gonna probably. Uh, give the teaching I was supposed to give this week. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll see how things develop. We're we're open to whatever God might have in mind. I think tonight was really on point. Uh, we needed to share you, uh, this with you guys because uh, it's so important, especially if you're living in the United States right now. Uh, hey, share this broadcast. I think every American needs to hear this. Uh, this dream that Elizabeth had is is very impactful, very important. And it gives a lot of insight about what's really going on right, going on now and where it could lead. So, And uh, it, it's going to encourage people to repent and seek the Lord's face with all of their heart. And I think that's where the healing for the nation is going to come. So be blessed. And thrive on. <laughs>